Shut up and sit down. Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan C.S., the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James C.S., the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of business bros what up ladies and gentlemen hernancy is here host of the business bros podcast where we're where we are helping you take control of your branding your marketing through podcasting so you can create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow and i'm here with my co-host the insurance bro james cs with pipeline insurance where we are empowering licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses and boy oh boy it is a very happy tuesday welcome back day i don't know what from quarantine i've lost count altogether but that's all right we are going to get through this ladies and gentlemen but while we're on the subject i don't know what subject but all right off subject. <laughs> uh, getting old sucks, but it can suck less with today's guest, who is a master in alignment and can really help you shape up. Whether you're suffering from bad posture, nagging car accident and sports injuries, or pregnancy pains, let our guest today take a crack at fixing you up. <laughs> okay, okay, enough with the puns. Our guest today is a chiropractor whose expertise is in helping people overcome the pain of life. His clinic makes your health their priority, and they seek to find and correct the cause of your pain rather than giving you temporary relief from the symptoms. Listen in to learn how his chiropractic service gives your body the opportunity to heal itself. Adio. Can't wait to hear what that's about. Without further ado, from the Gonstead Family Chiropractic Ah, Gonstead Family Chiropractic Offices. Boys, try and say that three times fast. By the way, that's where I'm going after quarantine. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Zach Beatty. What's up, Zach? Welcome to the program. <laughs> Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Me, Zach. Really appreciate it. Dr. Zach. Let me change this to the gallery view so we can see all of us. All right, Zach, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you end up getting into this whole chiropractic thing? Yeah, great question. Um, so actually, I was fortunate enough to have family members get adjusted growing up. And then my sister was my high school ride to school, right? No one wants to ride the bus. No, of course not. And uh, she had a sports injury, couldn't play. And she would see the chiropractor before school. So I elected to get up at 5.30 to make that 6 o'clock appointment before school. Became a mentor. And next thing I know, I'm in chiropractic school. Dude, I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I was never really a big fan of the chiropractor thing. I was, I was always scared of that whole crack in the neck. It always like freaked me out a little bit. And then as I got older, um, I had an incident where like, I don't know, I, I turned the wrong way or I slept wrong, whatever. And I could, I just, I couldn't turn my neck right. And I had a buddy who's like, dude, you need to go see a chiropractor. I'm like, dude, my neck hurts. I don't want him to, to like, you know, hurt me more. And he's like, no, dude. They'll, they'll adjust it. And I promise you will feel better. And I remember going to a chiropractor for the first time, nervous, but I like laid there, cracked the neck and I almost like an instant relief, 
like all the way down. Like I could, I could turn my neck again. I could see on both sides. I felt good driving home. It was amazing. The feeling that I got. And ever since then I've been hooked. Like now I just, I just go on a regular basis. Um, and James is right after this whole thing. Like, like I've been sitting in a chair and I do sit-ups, I do push-ups. Like my, my back is tight. Like what, what kind of stuff can you, uh, can you talk about as far as what can we do in our current situations at home there? You're, you're technically essential, right? You're mm-hmm. still open. Correct. But uh, I'm sure you've had a lot of people who are skeptical, skeptical about leaving their homes. Yeah. So really right now we actually are aligned to do telehealth or telemedicine if we need to with certain patients, um, if they need some exercises or anything like that. But right now we're just encouraging everyone to keep moving. So if there means going out for a walk, you know, obviously social distancing, practice that best you can. Um, but just go out for a walk, keep moving. Uh, if we're sitting down, even just get up and stretch just for 30 mm-hmm. seconds because we all have bad posture, right? We all sit at a computer, look at a computer, do desk work, whatever oh, that is. Guilty, my friend. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> and I'd be lying if I said I don't get caught doing it, right? I work at a computer and do notes. Worst part of my job, but that's everybody's. Dude, so. not just that. I mean, um, one of the biggest issues I've had as far as my posture is concerned is this little device that I have in my hand. I find myself looking down a lot more than I ever did growing up. <laughs> it's kind of weird to say, but you know, growing up, I didn't have one of those, right? Like I had a pager, but it wasn't something I looked at the whole time. Uh, yeah. now like this thing is, is in my, in the palm of my hand, I'm walking, I'm looking down, I'm sitting down, I'm looking down, I'm standing up, I'm looking down. And it, it, it really, you know, where's, where's on your neck. It, it, it takes its toll. Yeah. Let me see if I can push this back to show you guys a quick tip to do something. Let's see if I this will work. So what you want to do is take a fist, mm-hmm. put it underneath your elbow. So when you do this, it'll automatically bring it up to eye level. So it goes like this. Does that make sense? So you just put yeah. it right put the fist right in like your rib cage, put your elbow on top and then your phone will sit right in front of you. Uh, that's a good idea. Very simple. I like it. I like it. So there you go. Quick fix. Quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it'll help with the neck pain. Cause that's a, that's a big pain in the butt. That's right. pretty common though. From what I was uh, reading up on your website, uh, text neck or something like that. Yeah. Text neck. Uh, that's the fancy term everyone uses. Um, basically for looking down your phones, technology, right? Um, but I also think it's a lot with kids, not even just from technology, but also being students. If you're reading, writing, what do you do? You look down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Or carrying so, a heavy backpack. That was my thing. Right. Back in the day. I mean, that was, books. that was something else that I saw on your website too, that you do a lot of work, uh, specifically with kids, even though we did, we generally tend to think that kids don't need chiropractic, uh, help. Yeah. Um, especially today with the amount of books that kids are carrying around or even heavy laptops that they're doing that way. Um, but also we've seen the youngest I've adjusted personally is a three day old, one month premature baby. Wow. I would be terrified. <laughs> I, I, was, I was scared to like pick up my kids when they were young. Like I you know, much less doing an adjustment. I still don't pick up babies. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about your, your business itself. Um, how does one go about building a, a chiropractic business, an office, and, and getting clientele? Yeah, so um, 
I think the, the first part is finding out when we graduate, we have three really only three options of business, right? We either open our own business, we work for somebody or we rent space from somebody. I started off my business renting space. Easiest way to get into business is lower your overhead, right? Mm -hmm. From there, I was able to build out my office in July this year. And we opened up a state-of-the-art facility with digital x-rays, all the, all the stuff, right? And the way we got our, all of our clientele initially and still today is through just marketing. I always, I'm an old school, I'm from a rural town, handshakes. Mm. The more handshakes you can make, the more people know you, right? Um, and I like that. Media. Get in front of people, tell them what it is you do. It's pretty basic. Yep. And I, sometimes I don't even tell people what I do. I just say, hey, I'm, I'm Zach, so-and-so. If I can ever help you guys out, you just let me know. I think just, just talking to people. They, they'll remember you if, you if you make an impression just by being who you are. Yeah, yeah that's a, I mean, that's, that's a good way of going about it because uh, let's be honest, um, now more than ever, uh, human communication is, is something people crave, right? So we've always craved that interaction. Um, we just recognize it more today because we don't have it, but it's always been something that we look out for. We want to interact with people. We want to talk to other people. We want to shake hands and, and get to know something new. Uh, school, for example, I've always been fascinated with uh, kids like in, in kindergarten through like, I want to say like fourth or fifth grade. They love going to school. They come home excited about what they're learning. Mm. They, they, they're passionate about learning. And then somewhere around sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, when the math kicks up a little bit and the the rigor kicks up a little bit, all of a sudden learning's not fun. It's a chore, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of the same way when it comes to meeting people. We do want to meet new people. We do want to learn new things. But when it becomes a vital piece of our business, all of a sudden it becomes a chore and we kind of look down on it. But if you continue to have the same attitude as you come in, it's like, yeah, I, all I got to do is meet somebody new every single day and be a person with them, then my business will naturally grow because I'm going to have a referral base. I'm going to have, I'm going to have people that I've connected with. Yep. Absolutely. So in my office, there'll be many times I wear jeans and a t-shirt. Cool. I like that kind of guy. I mean, (laughs) just because I have a title in the front doesn't mean that's who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just Zach. Everyone knows me as Zach. So you, uh, you stick mainly in the sports space or, uh, are you kind of, you, you, is your clientele mainly like one demographic or are you kind of a wide space? Super broad. Honestly, um, like I mentioned before, the youngest was that three-day-old premature baby. Uh, the oldest was 99. Wow. Yeah, so, well, that's a full spectrum there. <laughs> I that's, a much, life, that's a life spectrum. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I was a team's t- doctor for a few sports teams. Um, but I've also just done pretty much everything. Medicare, you know, Medicare age all the way down to, to – babies and kids how long have you been doing that i've been in san diego about five i get wow five years now in san diego five years man yeah. how do you, I mean, okay i always gotta ask this any transplant who comes from another state how do you like san diego compared to where you came from i hate the cost of living but i <laughs> love the it's worth every penny though <laughs> <laughs> cost of living is expensive except for this week like what's up all of a sudden we get coronavirus and like it's been raining it's been cloudy it's been windy like i don't think i'm gonna run today because i'm afraid i'm gonna get rained on but normally like any other time of the year we have a beautiful 
Like by this time of the year, it's nice. We don't have any issues like this of, of rainstorms coming in on a Monday. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's better than anywhere else, I guess. We, we complain about rain for like a week. <laughs> I complain about people not knowing how to drive in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, let, let's, let's jump into some of your marketing a little bit more. Um, so meeting people and shaking hands, that's a great start. Um, but that's not going to get you off the ground and, and rolling right, you know, as you know, covering your overhead and, and being able to go out on your own. What other stuff did you kind of jump into? Yeah. Um, so, uh, social media, right. That if you don't have a website or anything like that, you're already out, out of the game. You're a dinosaur at that point. Um, so handshakes marketing out in person. So that means a street fair, a running event. I hit all those, um, Google AdWords, you know, all these social media things I think have value, but to put all your eggs in one basket is not a good recommendation. Fair, for sure. fair, fair, fair. Um, when, when you started, uh, when you started your, your venture, you said you started renting space. Um, what was, can you tell me what was it like as far as how you were feeling um, when you knew that you were going to step out and kind of take out, take on the whole challenge by yourself? You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's a, there comes a point where your intention is to go out by yourself, but you're, you're in a position where you're good. Now you started making a a decent amount. You have clients coming in, you know, now you're kind of weighing your options and it, it is an option. The light opened up and you're like, okay, maybe I should go this route. And then you take that leap of faith. Take me back to that. Yeah. So I actually had two of those moments. Uh, when I graduated chiropractic school, I had an offer that was very lucrative to go back home. And uh, I was like, nope, I'm going to go just see what happens. So I just started my business from scratch, rented space and made it work. And then this leap of faith, actually for me, I wasn't nervous a bit this time around. So when I went on my own, I just said, it's just going to work out. I've worked too hard. And, uh, and so far it's been great. No turning back. Where's your office located? Uh, Kearney Mesa, right on Convoy. Oh, you're, you're in a busy section. I like that. Also, you, you got surrounded by a bunch of great food, by the way. Just saying. You, you got Lunch all kinds of dangerous. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got one of, uh, one of my business partners has a school out there off of uh, Claremont Mesa Boulevard. And like, I don't, I don't go out there very often, but when I do, I cannot <laughs> leave that area without grabbing some good food. I can't agree more. <laughs> I like that, that Wingstop place. I think it's off Convoy Wingstop. Have you ever um, eaten there? I, I know what you're talking. I can't think of the name, but yeah. It's by that Costco area. I think it's like right around that area. Hang mm-hmm. on. You're going you're gonna to talk about the food on Convoy and you're going to say Wingstop? Uh, no, right? I, I don't think it's called Wingstop. I don't think it's called Wingstop. Now that, now that you said it, it's a... Uh, no, 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 no. But you're, you're, you're like in the heart of like all of the good Vietnamese and it's Korean. It's a Vietnamese and, place. Oh, okay. It's a and Vietnamese then it place. Then it's definitely not Wingstop. No, 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 no. Okay. You're right. Because now I'm thinking about Wingstop is like the, the, the buffalo wing place. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's not that. <laughs> crosswalk. Crosswalk. Okay. Uh, crosswalk. I think it's called Crosswalk. There's a million good places. Uh, one of our insurance clients is out there. Uh, a couple of them. Banmi Boulevard. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? Cali Baguette. I think they have one of their locations out there as well. Dude, awesome, all good kinds Vietnamese of good food. food. 
that's one of those things like, like now, you know, you're fortunate that you're an essential business and you're, you're able to remain open. Right. But it's funny how these small things, like, like for me going to the chiropractor was something I looked forward to all the time, going out to eat at, at one of these restaurants, something I look forward to. Now it's like, everything feels like it's taken away. Like I can't enjoy a good alignment. I can't go out and enjoy some wings, whether or not I remember the name of the spot or not. Right. <laughs> I, I still can't <laughs> even go. Like I'm, I'm limited. Um, so, you know, tell, tell me a little bit about, about what it's like uh, as businesses, businesses tend to close up as people stop coming in. Like, how are you, how are you dealing with that? How, how what kind of creative things are you doing to kind of stay afloat during these times? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've been very fortunate to be named an essential business, first of all, because without that, we would just automatically have to close the doors. Um, but, you know, the feeling as far as that goes is really just letting people know that we're there for them. So we've been calling our patients and just saying, hey, we're here for you guys. If you guys need something, just let us know. It doesn't have to be an adjustment. Maybe they need toilet paper. Like maybe it's, maybe it's a can of soup that they, whatever they need, just let us know. We're there to help. I can, I can drop stuff off. I have a car. Mm-hmm. It's still got four wheels and gas. So we're good. Are you taking a, a different a- approach to your business during this time? Like, yeah, I don't know about you, but I've had a ton more time to focus, you know, on working, working on my business rather than working in it. Um, you know, for me, the, the podcasting space has been huge. I'm helping uh, people basically take control of their branding, their marketing, by developing a podcast. So you have more content to put on social media, right? Like oftentimes there's a lot of people who struggle. They know they're supposed to post stuff regularly. They know they're supposed to put it out there on a consistent basis. They just don't know what to say or what to do. So, you know, if you have a podcast, it's basically something where I could sit down with you for 30 minutes. We create a piece of content, chop it up and then, and then put it out there for people to see. Um, you know, that's one way to help take control of your own branding and your own marketing, especially in a time right now where, you can't really talk to very many people, can't really hang out with very many people. Uh, how are you using your time during, uh, during this Corona crisis to help, you know, your business out? Yeah. So the big thing right now is we're training staff. We're getting everyone dialed in because when it gets over, we expect the economy to boost. Um, and we expect people to be hurting sadly because again, the sitting down, mm-hmm. not being able to move, no, no gym time, no, really even limited walk time, no hike time, no surf time. I mean, we're limited. And in San Diego, how many people do you know that run daily, swim, surf, bike, whatever? Mm-hmm. And it's taken away right now. Um, so really just getting them ready. Um, so when it comes in, we're ready for everybody. So there's no limitation, no snags. And then from a marketing standpoint, like you said, the content right now is the time to be doing all of your content because you can chop it up. So when I'm going on a walk right now, I'm talking into my phone. People probably think I'm a nut job and I'm just creating content on my phone to email to myself later and I'll take care of it and type blogs and create videos. That's what it's all about. That's just, that's hundred percent what you got to do. How'd you guys do as far as uh, looking at your business overall, knowing you were going to have shortages? I know James and I, we, we, uh, and our partners, we sat down and we started talking, looking at, you know, making our own projections and looking at what our revenue was going to be. And we had to lay some people off. And that's just kind of, you know, the situation that, that we find ourselves in to try to make sure that the boat doesn't sink. Um, and, you know, if things get better, maybe we can have a, a way for them to come back. Um, but uh, it's, it's one of those tough things that we have to go through. Uh, 
how, how did you guys end up uh, faring in that in that sense? Were you were you able to keep everybody? Were you able to? Uh, did you have to make hard decisions? No, um, honestly, we've been very very fortunate to the point that uh, we actually added some hours for a couple of staff members. <clears throat> Nice. Um, just to get caught up and, and like you said, right now is the time to work on the business, not in the business as much. And if that means my paycheck goes lower, so they get fed, let's do it. I'll take care of that. I love that. I love that. They're, they really run the boat. I just sit back there and adjust and talk to people. Yeah. So. <laughs> you got the easy job. How'd you do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> It's, a, it's always, yeah, you got the easy job. All, all you do is, you know, crack people's necks and backs. Like, yeah, it's no, no thing, no thing. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's really good though. I'm glad, I'm glad you're able to do that. Um, is it, is it because uh, business and cash flow is still coming in or is it because you were properly, uh, you, you planned for a, a rainy day? Planned for it, honestly. <clears throat> um, I think there's, there's luck and there's planning. And sometimes they, they blend together and right now we're kind of in both situations. That's really good then. That's really good. Cause you know, I, I know, you know, if you look at the average American, they're living paycheck to paycheck, sometimes uh, living beyond their means. And you, in a time when, when there were so many small businesses starting, I mean, one of the things that is sad, but you're going to see is a lot of small businesses close up. Um, they've been running their operations like, um, like ATMs, you know, money in money comes in and it goes out just as fast. And they're just like, uh, like many Americans there, there are no reserves or very little reserves. And, and when, when we hit times like this, it's going to be kind of scary to see what happens. Uh, some of my bigger concerns are, uh, emotionally related. Like what happens when you've had this big persona of, success and now it's all taken away how do you deal with getting punched in the face how are we going to move forward fortunately you know it's, it's a worldwide pandemic so you can there's a place to blame i guess or point the finger but it's still a blow to our egos uh how many people you know in the in the business space that are that are going through it that are struggling and uh what, do, what advice are you giving them yeah actually uh glad you brought that up we just i just created a uh san diego facebook page just for small businesses to get together and just say, Hey, we're all in this. Like there's no business that's not taking a hit of some kind right now. Mm -hmm. There's some that are taken larger than others, but everyone's in it together and it's worldwide too. It's not just San Diego. It's not just the United States or whatever. Um, I just think if everyone puts their minds together and their, their resources to make it through, then we'll all come out on top at the end. What so, do you, what are you asking? Um, if you could ask for something like your business or you personally uh, out in, in the community, if you can reach out and say, this is the one thing that I think would be the most beneficial during this time, what do you think that would be? So I would say reviews for people. If you've been to someone's business to review them, however, Google and Yelp have slowed down their review process. So unfortunately that's not a good one right now. I would say just supporting. So like for me, taking the, the staff and grabbing lunch at a local restaurant to support the mom and pop shop or um, just that small business, if we can do that, great. Um, the gyms, the other thing, gift cards, right? If you can buy a gift card at some of these businesses, that's, that's money coming in that you can use later. And that's going to help them stay able to produce that for you. Stay afloat. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a scary time. And, and it's funny because I, you can look at it as two ways. Like on the one hand, 
it's sad because there's going to be people going into foreclosures. There's going to be people being evicted. There's going to be people losing jobs. Um, and yet on the other hand, there's really, there's going to be less expensive real estate. There's going to be business opportunities. There's going to be both sides of this equation coming up. Um, were you around in, in 2008? Were you in business in 2008? And if you were, what kind of parallels are you seeing between what happened then and what we're going through now? You're probably not going to believe this, but I'm younger than I look. <laughs> don't, don't let this fool you. <laughs> I, I, got, I got that right? going on too. Don't even worry. In 2008, I was graduating high school. So, okay. Uh, really, I'll be honest, I didn't really, I didn't see it, right, from the same set of eyes that I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just off to college, honestly, at that point. You know, so. I, I'm going to share a story with you because uh, I, I totally feel bad. But uh, I teach, I teach um, a course called Financial Algebra. I teach high school seniors, right? And um, this year, I had been telling them, and, and well, this year and last year, I'd been telling my students, I'm like, you guys need to really, I really, I, I highly encourage always a side hustle, something other than your typical nine to five job, right? You got to have something else because this extra money is going to fuel whatever it is that you want to invest in, whatever you want to do in life. It's this extra that's going to take you to the next level. Um, and so I, I've really been pushing it this last two years and I've been telling my students, I'm like, I just, you know, these cycles, these, these, uh, economic cycles, they happen every, you know, 10 ish years we're due for another major recession. I don't want to say anything bad, but I'm pretty sure you guys are going to graduate into one of the worst economic times. We didn't even hit graduation <laughs> yet. And like, <laughs> and it's been, it's been pretty bad. And this I'll week, yeah. Well, this week I finally got uh, some of my kids back on, on calls. Um, Cause we're doing distance learning. Right. And so I had them on the call and I'm, and, and the first thing I was like, I kind of want to apologize because I, I called <laughs> this thing out and look at this is where you're at. But I mean, it, it's, it's funny because that's exactly what you just described. In 2008, you're graduating high school, you're going into the workforce or into college or whatever, you're going out of, you know, your regular normal day-to-day schedule into this world that is struggling. And so you got, you got that point of view. Um, my seniors right now, I think the way it is today is, is kind of different than 2008 in the sense that the world shut down. We're like, we're literally locked in our house in 2008. People were going broke, but you could still go to the park. <laughs> you could still go out to eat mm-hmm. today. You can't really do any of that. Um, what advice would you give to young people going into uh, an economic recession? If you know, they don't know or, or maybe realize like I could learn from this situation. I'm not in a dire state where I need, you know, my career right now, but I could take advantage of whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, uh, the big thing would be passion. Find out, take this time to find out what are you actually passionate about? Because passion will fuel everything else. If you have no, you can have a great salary in something, but if there's no passion behind it, you're going to want to quit every single day or the benefits or whatever it is. But if you have passion, you're going to figure out the rest, in my opinion. You 100%, dude. Um, it, it's funny that you said that because, like, I didn't know podcasting was going to be, like, a passion thing for me. And it, it's, it's really weird because after, like, I get off and, and I'm sitting with, with, the, with the kids, oftentimes I don't really say very much. And, and so the kids will come up to me and be like, Dad, 
I don't get it. Like you're quiet right now. What's what's going on? You talk all day long. I'm like, I know that's the problem is I talk all day long. And the the truth of the matter is I don't talk very much. Mostly what I do is listen. I ask questions, but I listen. And so when when it's funny when people meet you in real life and they're like, dude, I thought I heard you you, you say this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, you saw the clip after another clip after another clip. But usually I'm listening to somebody tell their story. Um, but it's the passion is is exactly right. It's what gets me through typing up the show notes. It's what gets me through, you know, creating the thumbnail and all the stuff that you don't see on the back end. That's what you, because you love doing this, you're going to continue to push forward. You know, that if, if, if you can meet, whoops, if you can meet your passion with, with your income stream, that's where success happens. Cause even if you don't make a ton of money, like you, if you, you don't have to be, you know, making $300,000 a year, if you're making, you know, $75,000 a year, but you love it, like this is what you wake up thinking about doing anyways, that's a good, that's a good place to be in, in life. It's, it's mm-hmm. about happiness. It's about enjoying the time that we have here. How are you doing? How are you doing? Speaking of enjoying it, because this is what you love to do. How are you dealing with this whole lockdown thing? I'll be honest, it hasn't, it, it, the only part it's phased me with is going out and meeting people, mm-hmm. right? Going out and grabbing a, a drink with friends on a Friday night after a long week. Other than that, everything's been status quo. I've worked seven days a week for as long as I can remember. So whether it's one thing or another, it hasn't phased me that way. So, but I'm passionate about it, right? If it wasn't that, I would hate it. (laughs) Same, dude. I I don't know if you're married, have kids or anything, uh, but my wife and I are complete opposites. Like I am, I I am thriving in this time. Like I was built for this thing, right? (laughs) Like uh, I'm in this room. This is my, this is my zone right here. I'm good. But like my wife and kids, no way, man. Like, you know, my son, I think he can manage my daughter, my wife though. However, like they look outside, like it's a distant memory. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can't believe I can't, you know, they need that structure. They need that, that freedom to be, you know, j- just to be spontaneous and, you know, let's, let's go here and go there. Now they're like, you're going to Walmart. Okay. We're going on a ride then. And they're, they'll stay in the car <laughs> or whatever, but like, that's the most excitement that they get. They're, they just like, it, it's, it's <clears throat> definitely how you're wired. Uh, that's going to push you through this, this time. hundred percent agree. Absolutely. Dude. All right. Um, I know you're uh, limited and, and people out there are, are kind of skeptical about going out or whatever. But um, if we want to get in contact with you to maybe schedule an appointment e- either during because you are you are an essential business or after, um, how do the people get a hold of you? Yeah. Um, you know, there's two main ways, obviously phone call if people use that anymore. Right. <laughs> um, they got a phone. Have- they just don't use the phone feature. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or we do on our website, we have a direct link where you can schedule everything online where you don't even have to interact with us until you show up. So Perfect. our website is probably the best way, but if you want to call in, we'll, we'll set you up that way too. What, what's the phone number? What's the website? Yeah. Phone number is going to be 858-997-8203. And our website's kind of long, but uh, it's www.gonstead.com. Uh, chiropractic, kind of think about it for a second, chiropractic-sd <laughs> as in San Diego.com. But uh, cool. I always tell people if they just type in Gonstead Chiropractor, I pop up. So Perfect. Perfect. All right, Zach. Hey, man. Thank you very much for hopping on with me today. Do you mind if I say one last thing? No, go for it. Awesome. Um, during this crisis, we are doing four free adjustments for any hospital nurses or doctors. 
So oh, what? Should have said that at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so we're just trying to help out because those guys and girls and, and everybody's just on the front lines, just dealing with everything. And uh, if we can help them out so they can help others, that's what we're here for. Awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that's definitely something we want to share with everybody. Um, and uh, I'll make sure to put that in the, in the show notes because they're going, they're dealing with some tough times. They're putting in some long hours. Uh, they're, you know, they're, they're our military right now. Like they're the ones out there in the front risking everything. So appreciate you uh, contributing the way you can. Yeah. Thanks guys. I really appreciate you guys' time and what you guys do. It's awesome. Thanks man. Have a good one. Ladies and gents. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the business bros podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the business bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.